Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 16th of June. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. And of course, if you're listening to this on the tram, on the train, or wherever you are in this wonderful world of ours, you can always head on over to the marcustoday.com.au website and catch our disclaimer there, and of course, all our other goodies. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board so you can sign up there for a free trial. Now, last night, we had a much better night in the US. Of course, it was dominated by the Federal Reserve meeting, and the FOMC meeting was uh, 75 basis points was the outcome of that meeting, much heralded, in fact, in terms of uh, market anticipating that 75 basis point rise. So that was good news, I guess. No real surprises. And as a result of that, we saw the Dow up 303.7 points, or around 1%, to 30,668. The S&P was up 54.5 points, 1.46%. And the Nasdaq was up 270.8 points, or 2.5%, to just over 11,099 it was uh, the five-session losing streak was broken. That was the longest since early January. And amongst individual stocks, we saw Citigroup up 3.5%, one of the best performers on the banking index in the US, which rose 1.6%. Boeing also surging last night, 9.5%. <clears throat> After China, Southern Airlines conducted test flights with a 737 MAX for the first time since March. Volume was also better in the New York Stock Exchange, 13.4 billion as opposed to 11.79 billion average for the first trading days or the last trading days. So not a bad effort. In terms of the Fed, well, it did raise rates by 75 basis points to 1.5 to 1.75 percent. So that was good news. And it suggests a policy rate at a modestly restrictive level by year end. And that is generally in the range of 3 to 3.5%, according to Powell. He said he may not do, need to do that much, but he may need to do even more. So it did hearten the market to know that Powell is serious about this. And he also still thinks that the long-range neutral rate is in the mid-2% range. But the neutral rate is pretty low these days. And inflation expectations, of course, have moved up. And he doesn't know how restrictive the Fed needs to be. But uh, he still feels that the uh, objective for inflation will be around 2%, although that will be hard to bring down while the labour market remains strong. But uh, front-loading, definitely the way to go. In terms of uh, data coming out of the US last night, also it took second place, I guess, to the Federal Reserve meeting, but retail sales, a little bit disappointing. Uh, April revised downwards as well. The Empire Manufacturing Index also missed. So we are seeing that slowdown in the U.S. economy starting to happen. I noted yesterday that 30-year mortgage rates in the U.S. hit 6.28%, which is a very, very big number. And also on central banks, the ECB had an unscheduled policy meeting yesterday, um, very much unscheduled. And this was partly to address the big gap that they are seeing 
opening up between uh, various countries' bonds in the 10 years, Italy and Greece, etc. So we are seeing a big gap there, and the ECB needs to move against that. Uh, ECB Schnabel says the bank will do whatever it takes to fight that fragmentation. So there we go. In other commodities last night, we had the VIX index also falling uh, 9.4%, 29.62%. So uh, some of the steam coming out of that market there with the VIX. Uh, the Dow once again was quite volatile, 647 points up was the top, 180 points down was the bottom. Our ASX 200 futures are showing a very modest gain of 16 points or 0.24%, but I suspect all eyes will be on the bond market again as they were yesterday. And when that bond market took off in terms of the yields, then we did see our market fall and we closed down 85 points yesterday, having milled around the 30 point down for most of the morning until we saw that wage decision coming out of the uh, Industrial Commission there for 5.2% rise for the minimum wage. In other news last night, we had the oil price coming off. Finally, the oil price came off a little bit. Brent crude down 2.2% down to 118.51. WTI was down 3%, $3.62 to 115.31. Gold, slightly better as we saw the US dollar come under a little bit of pressure with the Aussie back up to 70.01. So we are seeing the US dollar that some of that money that was flying into safety there coming out a little bit. So that certainly helped the market as well. And that oil price coming down will certainly help the market too. In terms of LME prices, we had copper up 1.16%, nickel up 2.2%, aluminium up 1.7%, zinc up 1.4%, lead up 0.24%, and tin up 4%. Tin has been a very volatile commodity, of course, Tin is used in circuit boards to replace lead, which, of course, is poisonous. In other commodities, we had iron ore down 2%. Coal was a little bit better. Um, and we did see, in terms of international mining shares, BHP was up 3.3%, Rio up 3.1%. So that's certainly going to help our market today. And SPY futures at 16 points up may be a little laggy, to be honest. Uh, Freeport up 0.2, Alcoa up 4.5, Tech up 2.4, Anglo up 2.8, Glencore up 1.9, Vale up 2.7, Arbomile down 3.69% though. So not particularly good news there in the lithium space. In the technology shares last night, Apple up 2%, Meta unchanged, Google up nearly 3%, Microsoft up nearly 3%, Amazon up 52 Tesla up 5.5, Netflix up 7.5, US banks were pretty good, JP Morgan up 1.2, Citigroup the best of the bunch as we said earlier, 3.5%, Goldman up 2.7, Bank of America up 1.9, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 4.3%, so some good news there. In terms of other headlines last night, or coming out uh, yesterday, we did see the uh, Japanese uh, Chief Cabinet Secretary Matsunu hopes the BOJ will take necessary measures to tackle inflation and weak yen. And the PBOC, as the People's Bank of China, keeps medium-term policy rate unchanged for the fifth straight month, as expected. Chinese factories are perked up a little bit. Frail consumption, though, points to a weak economic recovery, given the lockdowns they continue to have. That certainly seems to be the way of things. And OPEC 
that sees global oil demand growth slowing in 2023 due to high prices and supply issues there. So there we go. That's about it for the early morning rundown. As I say, SPY up 16 points, but it doesn't stop trading till half past eight. So uh, we may see more gains. Certainly with BHP doing well, we would expect a much better day today. And uh, certainly all eyes will be on that yield. Australia hit uh, 4.19% yesterday. Germany was 1.63%. The US 3.28%. So uh, very much uh, that is what is driving our market at the moment, the bond market. If we see that bond market come off a little bit in terms of yield, we could see the rally push through in terms of REITs and other bond-sensitive, yield-sensitive stocks. And we could see that insurance sector come off a little bit and maybe some relief in the banks as we don't talk ourselves maybe into quite the same recession as we did yesterday. But good to see the Federal Reserve finally getting on top of things. And we'll wait and see how that pays out. And hopefully it won't be just a one-day wonder in terms of the rally. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day.